the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan is brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. Coffee that matters. And now more talk that matters. Maybe. Love it. It's the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Hump Day. The legend to the left of me is Al Holly, and I'm loving that shirt, Al. <laughs> I think uh, those, uh, you know, you I wore it for you. a cool did shirt. Did you? I did. My wife said, put that blue shirt on. Mm. I was going to wear black or gray she said no go blue I you like know, that shirt. and that's what i do the older i get the more black and gray i wear and my wife just does it? not like it yeah because it makes me look younger and thinner mm-hmm. is that why we wear it not you that know, you need to but i love that shirt i don't even know what to say to that because <laughs> I, I, I feel like we we are feeling the same kind of vibe here yeah, so. yeah. yeah i'm thinking if it's darker maybe i can blend in and you don't notice me as much so but yeah. she said put on the blue so i said yes ma'am put on the blue that's what i you're yeah, a good husband I'll, yes dear yes, is what i usually yeah. say back in the day remember when you first got married i don't know if your wife did this i know probably kathy did with dan she either looked at you or said, you're not wearing that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or she said it first, and then you got the look, and you knew what that yeah. look meant. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you've always got that thing around now. I'll say, hey, should I wear this? Should I wear that? Now I have two daughters. So oh, now it's man. got a whole committee. Okay, this shirt, this shirt, and inevitably one of them will say the one that I want. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. So of course. Um, then I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Well, my youngest son, he's 16 and a half, almost 17. And of course, he, you know, dresses hip and stuff. And he, he's like, Dad, you know, don't dress like that. And I, I just said, you know, I just finally got to the point where I just say, it's not a fashion show. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I'm right. almost 60. It's not a fashion <laughs> show. I don't care anymore. Well, you I, look great. Both of you guys look great. Thank you. I just have a T-shirt on. So good to see you. So you're ready for the holiday. So now the girls, the girls at home, they're not they're not old enough to be out, are they? Are they? Do they live out? out? Oh no, I have a 16 year old. Okay, and soon to have a 12 year old. Okay, so so they're still at home. Yeah, they're yeah. homeschooled. And they know you, fashion. Awesome. They know fashion well. Then. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. They uh, one is the 16 year old Claire. Don't kill me on this one, but because uh, she's <laughs> listening, 16 year old. She's kind of. Low key on her dress. Yeah, the twelve year old. She wants to style with everything that mm-hmm. there is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so they're they're pretty cool. Okay, all good at the uh, Holly House. So, uh, what does Thanksgiving look like for you guys? Is there do you do are there traditions you guys do every year, or you just kind of flow with it? Yeah, we stay home typically, and um, my wife's family lives in Alabama, and so my mom lives in Douglasville. And typically, what we do, my mom comes over, and we just have a just a quiet time with my family and uh, my mom. A quiet time. Yeah. That's definitely cool. not the Probst house. Is that the Radcliffe house? <laughs> uh, it depends on the year, yeah. yeah. Well, well you, I, have, you have one guy and four women in the room, you know, so. <laughs> so it's quiet just, for you. It's quiet for me. I just go sit in front of the TV and go, what time are we eating? That's <laughs> yeah. about it. You guys do the typical turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, oh, yeah. cranberry sauce, oh, a yeah. green bean salad, yeah. a green bean casserole. Casserole. You got to have that. Yeah. And you, you get in do there. One. Do you get in there and carve the turkey? And, oh, no. No. no my, okay. my mom or my wife. Really? You know, that's something Donna, she just lets me, not that I go, I've got to carve the turkey, but she just says, 
you know, that's my job, and I carve the turkey. I, I really call it more butchering the turkey because <laughs> carving, I, I don't do very well, but, you know, it works. Well, we're excited about Thanksgiving, excited about having you. So let's Thank catch you, up a bit. What have you been up to since we saw you last? Oh, well, it's been a fast year. I can't believe it's almost over. You know, we started our ministry called Passion Point Live, right. which is really geared toward waking our generation up. You know, I don't know what our generation is defined as, but... <laughs> Um, I'm 63, and so I'm trying to make sure that the people that are in my age range still are passionate about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because what I've found in church after church after church that I've served on staff, uh, you just see senior adults beginning to get pushed back more and more Mm -hmm. and more and more. Some by their own choosing, but uh, a lot of times it's just pushing back. So they begin to feel like, well, my kids are raised. I think I'll lay out of church this Sunday and just relax. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, another Sunday comes along, and they're losing that fellowship. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they begin to lose their passion. They begin mm-hmm. to lose their purpose. And so my heart is to say, hey, look, we still need all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're important. We're crucial for the success of the millennial, those that are younger than them. You know, mm-hmm. we just need to be here for them and, and share with them the, the joy that comes in walking with Christ for a lifetime mm-hmm. and how it just gets more rich and not dull. So we stepped away f- from that somewhat in a way to uh, go on staff at a church and help out a church in coming as their worship pastor. And uh, this church was uh, really going through a difficult time. I had seen uh, some videos of their uh, pastors preaching, and God just put them on my heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew that they were hurting. And so I called the receptionist and just said, hey, my name's Al Holly. If I can do anything to help you guys, let the interim pastor know. And uh, so I went upstairs and told Mindy, we're going to go on staff again at a church. And uh, she said, you're kidding me. <laughs> now, you'd, now, you'd have to be on the church staff to understand why my wife would say, oh, you're kidding me. Um, because we had we had felt like we'd, we were done yeah, with yeah. church staff. <laughs> yes. Uh, not, not anything against church staff. It's just right. sometimes you can, you can run a little better when mm. you're free. Mm. And oh, so, yeah. uh, so anyway, uh, I'd been watching those videos all day long, literally in my studio all day. And I made the phone call late that afternoon and went upstairs and told Mindy and said the pastor's going to call uh, in a little while, I'm sure, and we're going to be on staff there to help these people. And what a joy it has been um, because really this is this is what we want to do. We just didn't think we'd be doing it in one church for a while, and we yeah. finish up with them in December. So our commitment finishes with them in December, then we'll get back out on the road and do what we do, just like we were doing yesterday. We were at a church. Uh, Mindy sings, and my two girls have started singing too. and. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now everybody's like, well, why don't you let them sing more? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not joking. And, and I'm, I'm the first guy to say that I want them to sing more because I can take my little iPad that I can run all the sound with from yeah. anywhere in the room, right. and I can just be their sound guy. That's yeah. what I'm praying for. Yeah. So we had a great time yesterday at a at a different church in coming for a senior adult luncheon where they had nearly, uh, I think it was 250-something people there. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. What a what a great time we had in the Lord. Uh, so many decisions were made for Christ, and, and it felt good to get back to doing what I really am passionate about doing. Hmm. So this church we've been serving for the last year, um, we love them. Uh, we absolutely love these people, and they're, they're full of hope again. You know, they had yeah. lost their hope. I felt a lot of love when I went to visit them. But I, I didn't feel any hope. Hmm. Now this church is vibrant. There's a lot of hope. They're uh, looking at a pastor. I think they've narrowed it down to a couple of guys. And so soon they'll have their new pastor, and then he'll be able to get his staff put together. And this church will continue to go on and flourish. And Good. we feel like we've done well. They love us. We love them. 
and uh, we're looking forward to getting on with 2020. I love your vision, Al, because, you know, you're right. It seems like the older we get in this culture, 21st Mm -hmm. century, we feel like we're being kind of pushed out. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, so we'll go and, you know, uh, just uh, sip mint juleps, you know, in our lawn chair <laughs> or whatever. Yell, I, at, yell at kids to get off your lawn. Yeah. And- hey, kid, get off my lawn! There's an Al Holly CD. Look out for that! Bless him, Lord. Keep, keep throwing them. Keep throwing them. But a friend of mine that's a pastor who's over 50, uh-huh. uh, close to my age, close to 60, uh, he went down to Florida. They were going to retire and just have a little home church group, just kind of hang or whatever. And, you know, not push it, you know, like in the good old days mm-hmm. when, you know, churches were the churches he was a part of were thriving and growing mm-hmm. and almost mega church. And he saw the 50 plus uh, demographic, a lot of lost uh, people, a lot mm-hmm. of out there, and they yes. were coming to Christ in yeah. droves. Oh, wow. yeah. And so now they're like going, well, okay, well, you got to go to church here, and you got a church, we don't have room. So there was a revival, and maybe still going on, I haven't talked to him in a while, this was about a year or two ago, there was a revival in those areas for 50 plus, because they need Christ too. Mm-hmm. Nobody's exactly reaching right. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's crazy is that, you know, you feel guilty, for me, and, and I know you guys are in that same uh, era as well, you had the Explode movement, the Jesus movement. Mm-hmm. We started Metro Bible Study. Mm-hmm. We had a great quote contemporary. There's nothing like it at the time in the Atlanta area. You're you're playing music that's uh, with a live band, and a guy gets up and teaches and does a great job. People are drawn to Christ. They're motivated to w- really walk with Him, have a passion for Him, and then that began over the years to filter into churches. Churches mm-hmm. want to have that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now we've taken it to the extreme mm-hmm. that we almost feel like we got to get some younger people in here. we got to get this church. Now, the church that I'm at right now currently, I would say 80% of their crowd is 55 and older. Mm-hmm. Now, what they've done is they've gone through those transition periods trying to be like everybody else. And if you guys are listening from our church where we're serving, I love you. But, but listen to this now. I love you. You know Al loves you. Come on. But, but you're not unique. This is something we see in churches all the time. They're so hungry to pull in what they think is a younger audience, a younger demographic. And then they start talking about demographic. I think when you start talking about demographic, mm-hmm. you have lost there you go. the battle. Yeah. Because what people are hungry for is not a demographic or a certain style of music or a certain style of preaching. What they're hungry for is a passion for Christ and a love for one another. Mm-hmm. And that's where churches are failing. Mm-hmm. They're failing desperately on if we can just get the Savior to come in. That's what Mindy was talking about last night as we were praying through what I was going to talk about. Because I know I sent you an email saying I'm fired up and fed up. <laughs> 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 because I'm the prophet in me is greater than the musician in me. And... Um, and yet the Lord has called me to be in the musician role much of my life. And so I've I've been very quiet for this last year because I, I typically will put myself below whoever's in the, quote, lead position mm-hmm. to just be a support to them. And um, I, want, I just want to scream from the rooftop, it's about passion for Jesus and love for one another. My girls, 16 and 12 years old. If they came in here, they would want to talk to you. They would want to know about you. Mm-hmm. They would say, tell me about you, Mr. Rick. Tell me about yourself, Mr. Dan, because they've learned the value of learning from people that are beyond them mm-hmm. in years. And so um, they see all these folks at our church that we've been helping. They run to them every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually work in the booth uh, to help me out. In they're, the sound booth. Oh, they're incredible. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. 
there are lights and slides and sound and all that stuff. But anyway, they'll leave that position and run to people that are in their 60s and 70s and hug them and love on them. Oh, that's so good. But you see all the other students, they stay grouped together. Mm-hmm. They don't move at all. And um, we've lost the ability to generate family in church. That's the, how you make a successful church. You create a family, and that means all ages, all times. Mm-hmm. That is so good, Al Holly. What would you say? Fed up, fired up, fired up, fed up? I think that should be a new album. I'm fired up and fed up. There you go. That's your next that album. Will be fired my up new and fed album. Up. Let's start a fundraiser today. <laughs> Al Holly in the studio. He's pulling out his guitar. He's getting ready to sing some stuff for us right after this heartbreak. From the Phoenix Roaster Studio in Buckhead, I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Right here from the palatial 7th Floor Studios in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackle. Boy, we haven't uh, asked Al to see if he can do a Michael McDonald impersonation yet. Al, Michael McDonald, the Doobies are doing their 50th tour. Michael McDonald oh, touring wow. with Tom Johnston and yeah. the crew. And Dan and I oh. were doing our best Michael McDonald's. What a fool. <laughs> I can't get that high. And how he talked. Turn to the street. I figured if anybody could do it, it would be Al. <laughs> oh, no. Al Holly here. He's fired up and fed up, but uh, it's all good. He's got that his new album coming out and uh, uh is mindy gonna oh. sing on that one too or is she gonna hey. let you crash and burn <laughs> well she's she's the true godly one of our household and um she's probably fired up and fed up as well you know? <laughs> but with me but a different but thing yeah. <laughs> well we love you guys and as we i mentioned next time we'd love to have the entire family uh, in the studio It'd be really cool and speaking of family, nice segue. What a family <laughs> movie nice, coming out this week, Dan. What is it? Oh He's amazing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I'm blown away. His, his transitions are just <laughs> inspirational. I, I went to, that's what I learned in broadcasting school, how to, how to transition effectively. Yes. Coming out this Friday, it's the uh, movie about uh, Mr. Rogers uh, starring Tom Hanks, who he found out they're like distant, distantly related I, somehow. I read that on the intranet, so the it must intranet, be true. It must be true. <laughs> yes. That's right. Uh, but anyway, it's coming out this Friday. It's a story about Mr. Rogers and a friendship he uh uh, formed with a journalist, and uh, just kind of how that all came about. And uh, from what I've un- heard, it's a phenomenal movie. Shamso gives it two thumbs up. So if you want to ask questions about it, call her, 404-995-7300. Otherwise, go see the movie this Friday. You can get more details online through faithtalkatlanta.com. Two thumbs or four thumbs Shamso has? <laughs> she gave it two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, unless you count her thumb, her toe <laughs> thumbs, and her then, toe. then she gets four. Yeah, it's going to be a great movie. And, uh, yeah, we've heard great <laughs> reviews from that movie. Check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, meanwhile, it's Al Holly. So, Al, you've got a song for us. Now, you're getting ready to go back on, on tour again uh, mm-hmm. for 2020. So, yeah. so we'll be hearing about you being uh, close by, or what are you going to do? Hope so. Uh, now, here's what's really funny. Do not laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. now that you okay. that way. <laughs> now there's pressure now, Al. Oh, man. I'm the only guy that's going back on tour and have no dates. <laughs> You're laughing. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, that's very oh funny. Oh, my gosh. That's very funny. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, Al's got to have dates. So uh, where, what's your website? AlHolly.com. There you go. A-L-H-O-L-L-E-Y. That's the perfect segue for what would Ike Reichard say to you about having a tour but no tour dates? Well, Al... <laughs> That is so funny. That is so Ike. I love that. Yeah. Are you independently wealthy? (laughs) (laughs) 
You not only have his voice, you have his mannerisms uh, yes. and the face, the eyes, the face, everything. I'm going to send oh, that clip to uh, Ike yes. uh, later. We need to get him back on, too. Yeah, it's been yeah. too long. We have talked about getting Ike and Al on the same show. That would be a blast. But Ike starts, none of us get to talk. Well, right? Ike, Ike, Al, and Sonny Lollerstead <laughs> oh, together in the well, studio. You know Sonny, awesome? right? Oh, yeah. Sonny be like, well, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you brought Becky in, Becky and Ike. Who would talk more, Becky well, or Ike? That's well, the perfect I can't storm. do her impersonation because I don't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, hey! <laughs> Becky, I'm joking. I'm joking. Al is fired oh, up and fed God. up all at the same time. I'm oh, telling everybody secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember the story. At one point, you uh, lived with them. Yeah. Way yeah, back yeah, when. Yeah. That's right. I forget about that. Oh, my that. gosh. That's All funny. right. Let's do Awkward. this. <laughs> I won't send Becky that clip for 50 bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give it to Ken. He can send it to her. Al, what you got? What do you want to do? Well, um, you know, I've started kind of going back and looking at hymns and really am moved by a lot of the hymns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're trying to do worship and lead worship for a cross-section of ages, you want to make sure you're doing something for people that will minister to them. One of the things that Mindy reminded me to talk about today is that I really have come to find out over these years from being lead, a leader of worship, or I really co- consider myself a worship pastor. That's really mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get people to a place where their heart can be calm enough to just really worship the Lord. And so I believe we all have a worship language. And so that's where we're failing, I think, a lot of times in our churches. We forget that, you know, just like a person that speaks Spanish, maybe, maybe they don't speak English, it's hard for them to understand where you are when you're speaking English. The same thing for the English person listening to someone speaking Spanish. And so our, our worship language is, is the same. We all have a different worship language that connects our spirit mm-hmm. really to connect with the Lord. Mm. And so I've tried to start incorporating more of those uh, type of songs. And just um, when you start singing a song like this in the garden and you think, well, this is what my mother or dad or my grandfather mm-hmm. used to sing but then you hear the congregation this has been really beautiful for folks that are younger say you know folks that are it's amazing we've got guys on the worship team i'll start playing this song say have you heard, ever heard this song they're in their 30s they've never heard it yeah before. yeah you know we've gotten away from hymns and the, oh. talk about being fired up and fed up i i love hymns yeah and i i took them for granted when i was a kid but Me now too. i'm like man there's so much great theology yes. in these songs oh. And and nowadays, not to knock praise and worship music, but a lot of it's just so shallow and it is. the same five words over and over again, and there's so much good stuff. Yeah, Man, yeah. you're going to get me to cry, and I'm not joking yeah, now. Yeah. My my heart is breaking for where we are yeah. in, in our connection with one another and with the Lord. And mm-hmm. um, But what's been beautiful is that when folks that are in that younger age bracket all of a sudden hear a church, three-quarters of the church being older, they start singing, he walks with me, mm-hmm. he talks with me, and you feel the spirit mm-hmm. fall on that place. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a way to, to put it all together, but there's got to be a balance. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so there's a line in here that says, his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that hit me in a whole new way. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on 
up the words there the, towards the middle but nobody you knew know, <laughs> you know it's just um yeah the lord is so good and i love you guys so much i tell you this when i'm in here but I, I just appreciate the ministry that you have the way you bring joy and life to people and laughter hmm. and hope and faith you talk about ike a minute ago ike's kind of theme for his life is it when he preaches, he wants to bring faith, hope, and love mm-hmm. uh, in his messages, wherever he is, if he's speaking at a corporate event or speaking on a church platform. And that's really all's heart mm-hmm. and uh, my heart as well. And so sure do love you, Rick, and love you, Dan. I appreciate you. Love we you. appreciate you. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Give a little more room for Al to do uh, one, maybe two songs in uh, the next segment. Uh, Al Halley. We love Al Halley. Halley. <laughs> I like it. I like Paul the name. Halley. Al Halley. <laughs> Al Holly in the studio. Go to alholly.com uh, while the break's going on. We'll be back from the Phoenix Roaster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackley. This is Faith Talk Live. Where ATL meets LOL. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it is the uh, Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Wednesday. Al Holly in the studio. And what a song he did last segment. It uh, is a, a classic and one that we need to hear more of. And you need to hear more of Al. You can do that uh, with his work, his uh, CDs, and uh, his MP3s at alholly.com. Or you can have him at your church or go to a church where he is uh, worshiping. So uh, check him out. Check out his website. You'll see his itinerary. And if you need uh, a singer, uh, you got him. A worshiper, really, not just a singer. Buy his cassettes and eight tracks and uh, <laughs> oh, records. Man, yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> I actually still have a lot of cassettes at my house. There you go. <laughs> my daughters are like, Daddy, what are, what are these? Uh, what is that? 
And then you show them the pencil trick and have them rewind it, and they're like, whoa! <laughs> it was interesting. Oh, by the way, tomorrow uh, we have Kay Dodd on the show, and uh, then on Friday, Jimmy V has a special guest. He's going to be here, and it's Abigail. Do you remember her last name? Cooley, I Cooley. It's yes. going to be a great show in the next couple of days. The next week, uh, because it's Thanksgiving week, it'll be best ofs, and uh, no doubt we'll play this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, listen up and uh, be a part of it, and then we'll be back the week. Will it be December after when we come back? If not December, it'll be very close pretty, to it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Al Holly, uh, we're just believing that God's going to just uh, just blow it up for you in 2020. And you'll, well, you'll have to you. turn down people. I, I can't. I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're such a... I mean, you're just a great guy. I mean, what a performer you are with the with the guitar and the singing. I mean, the quality, but just the touch of God on your life, man. It just touches so many people. And your heart, yeah, yeah. The heart is huge. And you, and you, you mentioned that you know Mindy's the one with the heart. Well, you both is, you both yeah. have hearts. Okay, yeah. so yeah. but uh, you're an amazing guy, and uh, you're not too old to dream. Mm-hmm. I love what you just said. Amen. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, I was ch- just telling Rick earlier and Dan. The same thing that what we're finding more and more is that as you go to minister to folks that are in, quote, that senior adult range and you start talking to them about dreams, do you still have your dreams and how people don't realize that people in that age range still have dreams? Mm-hmm. Maybe they've retired, but they still have dreams. Mm-hmm. And you begin to ask people if you if you still have a dream that you think may be too late because the devil never forgets that you have a dream. Mm-hmm. He knows you have a dream and he's always constantly telling you it's too late. Your life is over. You're mm-hmm. finished. You're done. You should have done that years ago. You're worthless. Worthless. That's mm-hmm. it. And so uh, you ask people in a concert setting that are in that senior adult range, how many of you still have a dream? And they begin to slowly, almost with a sense of embarrassment, mm-hmm. begin to raise their hands as if mm-hmm. the enemy's saying, don't raise your hand. You're going to look stupid. Mm-hmm. And to be able to tell them you still have time for that dream. And even if it's not that particular dream you had when you were younger, you can still have fresh dreams, mm-hmm. new dreams, things to move forward to, to experience purpose. You know, if we don't have purpose, we begin to just fade away. Mm-hmm. And so um, one thing that we're finding is, and I know somebody else had told me this earlier, too. Um, you guys know I don't want to mention her name and throw something on her, but she's having a hard time. She's incredibly talented, one of the most talented people here in Atlanta, having a hard time booking things for senior adults because the guys that are, quote, over that ministry – they're kind of just chilling out. You know, it's like, mm. well, as long as I go do hospital visits and I hold Miss So-and-So's hand and say, you're going to be all right. You know, mm. they're doing their job. Instead of saying, look, we want every age group in this fellowship yes. passionately serving Jesus yeah. and loving each other. So, you know, she's having a hard time scheduling events mm. because uh, it's going to take some effort on some of those guys' staff that are on staff. What would you say would be your, your target audience that you have listening to your program? Oh gosh! <laughs> well, listening different than viewing. And you got, you yeah. got Facebook viewing as well. Viewing, we've probably viewing. got what twenty, thirty, forty year olds. And wow. Viewing, then, viewing wise, awesome. yeah, yeah, listening, uh, would listening be older. a little yeah. older, sixty yeah. plus, maybe fifty five yeah. plus. What a great broad audience you guys have, and that's that's what I believe the church is all about. Mm. You know, so yeah, we can come in and do rock and stuff. And funny, if this church that I've been at, I haven't done nearly the kind of stuff that would be appealing to a much younger crowd. Mm-hmm. Although we do all the the regular, whatever's the top mm-hmm. 20, 30 worship songs out there. Yeah. We do those, but we do them in a way that uh, doesn't give anybody a heart attack sitting there. In the congregation. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's um, so they, they haven't really got to even see. They've not seen me yeah. really, yeah. you know, 
They see parts of us, and they see our love for them. But They haven't seen you in skinny jeans is what you're saying. So right. That's good. And I hope no one ever has to witness that. <laughs> and that sequin jacket like, yes. Ike, like Ike has, yes. right? The old Elvis jacket. You can borrow it from Ike. Oh, just man. wear it some night. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be great if Ike, and I've never told him this. This would be really hysterical, is to do Doolin' Elvis. You know, because he loves yes. to do Elvis yes. on the costume right, yeah, right. for their Christmas programs. We'll do a dueling Elvis. That, all right. that would be we hysterical. We need to make that happen right, right here in the studio. Let's do that here. Yes, We're going to do that awesome. when we get off the air. Okay. All right. Now, what do you What do you have for us? you have another song? Um, Goodness. Yeah, okay. I'll do um, That's another kind of slow song. It's a little hard to do fast songs here with just my acoustic. I'm not that great of a guitar player. And then to find out that you play guitar, I'm blown away. I started to ask you guys a minute ago, hey, join in and start singing, but I didn't know if y'all I hack, that or not. I hack at a guitar. I've hacked at a guitar for years and years and years. You, sir, oh, play a guitar. Well, I don't know. Thank you for that. Okay, let's do, um, you know, I don't know how much more time that we're going to have. Yeah, six minutes here. Okay. Um, thank you for encouraging people to go to the website. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. All you guys that are on church staff, believe me, I understand what it means uh, to put on an event and how hard it is. I promise you, you reach out to us. We will make it as easy on you as possible. Uh, every time we go somewhere, it's like yesterday, they're trying to book us already for 2020. So yeah. they're going to call and say, hey, we want you back, and we'll call you in the next couple of days and get a date on the calendar. So we, we know that we, we stopped our momentum. It's like you, you get your momentum going, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you feel like the Lord's leading you to go help a church. Like, oh, man, it's going to kill our momentum. And and it did. Even yeah. some of our donors, people that were donating to our ministry because of what we were doing, um, they stopped because they were thinking, well, you're on a, you're on a church you're staff now. now. You don't yeah. need me. Yeah. You don't need me. Yeah. No, we, we need you because it's not just the money that you give. It's just knowing. Like I get more excited when we get a check-in. I don't care what the amount is. I'm just thankful that somebody's partnered with us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the craziest thing. If somebody sent $5, I'd be just as excited about somebody as somebody that sent 5000 That yeah. is That is the honest. I know that sounds crazy, but that really is no, no. how I feel. Yeah. Thank you for sending that $5,000 check, by the way. And I can't <laughs> wait to see that yeah. one. That's going to be huge. Yeah, I haven't gotten one of those. <laughs> <laughs> to dream the impossible dream. <laughs> com, by the way. If you look, you'll find it hard To find a mighty man of God The kind that live the words they pray It's hard to find a mighty man of God
It's hard to find them at church or work or home. No time to worship, to read the word or pray. It's hard to find a mighty man of God these days. I guess I better start with me. Holly, I uh, love that song. I think you did that song last time you were here. Yeah. And I love Good the stuff. line. Uh, now, I just forgot it because I just had a senior moment. The one line, I'm not pointing a finger. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not try- I'm not one to throw a stone. Throw a stone. Because what's the rest of the lyric? I've caused enough pain of my own. Yeah. That one, that, I remember before you when you sang that, I was like, oh, man, that's so good. That's good stuff. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, what a great Christmas present or presents, the uh, stuff that Al has, his CDs and stuff. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> AlHolly.com. Inspired of God right there. <laughs> AlHolly.com. All right, after uh, after the new year now, you got to come back and bring uh, bring Mindy and, and the girls. And I'll bring Ike that. so we can do oh, the, yeah. uh, the Elvis song. That would be I'll a separate show, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. We want to yes. do that, so looking forward to that. And, hey, if you know someone that needs someone like Al and he's amazing, go to alholly.com. Let's get his 2020 schedule filled up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do Thank this. You guys. Uh, let's get out of here. It's uh, the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. 